Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from RealBasil8487 and says, Am I the asshole for telling my friend she should have seen her husband and her friend's affair coming? Background. I, 35 female, was friends with Julia, 35 female, and Alex, 34 female. We have been friends since college, but our tiny group expanded from 3 to 7. This story is about Julia and Alex. Two years ago, we all came to know that Alex was having an affair with a married man. Her excuse was that he was unhappy and that is why he is seeking outside validation. I advised her to stop it and this is not healthy because he will not leave his wife. She didn't listen, rather accused me of being a bad friend. All of my friends were against it, but to them it was not my monkey, not my circus. So I contacted the wife and told her everything. I know who the wife was because the married man once introduced us and everyone in my friend group turned against me, especially Julia because she thinks I betrayed my friends. She stopped talking to me because if I can betray a close friend of mine, then I can betray her as well. Alex was heartbroken because the married man decided he wanted to work on his marriage so he broke things off with Alex. Julia was with Alex and I was shunned from our group. What happened now? A few weeks ago, I got a call from Julia. She was crying and telling me that Alex betrayed her. She's been having an affair with her husband and that she is heartbroken because she has supported her and this is how she repays her. Even our friend group is divided. I was angry at that moment. I mean, she ignored me for two years, badmouthed me, said that I was wrong. I literally warned her that Alex was toxic. So I told her that she should have expected this from Alex. I mean, did she really think she will show loyalty towards you when she already did something immoral before? I knew the moment she made excuses of having an affair with a married man, her morals were compromised. I am not religious, but I do have minimum respect towards other people and their feelings. And suffice to say, I'm not surprised she went after her husband. I do think I went too far because some of my other friends said I was too harsh on her. Even if what I said was the truth, I should have been more sensitive because she is going through a divorce. I do sympathize with Julia, but I also feel like as friends, sometimes we need to tell them the harsh truth. I know I said all of this when I was angry, but a part of me says she needed to hear that. Was I wrong? Now, I sort of got to be honest. I feel like you could have been, you could have just walked away and had nothing to do with this person. You didn't have to say anything, etc., etc. But at the same time, I can't blame you for saying what you did. She chose to support someone who was cheating and they cast you aside because of it. They called you disloyal to your friends and said they ignored you for two years, badmouthed you, said you was wrong and wanted nothing to do with you. So then to phone you looking for support, I can understand why you'd be pissed off about it. 
But hold fast says not the arsehole. She's responsible for ostracizing you from the group because she'd rather support the cheetah. Then comes to you for sympathy when that backfires on her. You're better off without these friends. Lex G says not the arsehole and don't get sucked in. It's been two years and Julia only reached out to you because she wants your support, not because she wants to be friends. She cut you off for two years because you had compassion for the wife of your friend's affair partner. That's insane. You don't need a friend like that. Louis replies to that and says agreed. She knew OP was the only person with morals who could support her in this split friend group. I for one think OP was direct, not harsh. This is one of those instances where the truth hurts. I couldn't be friends or want to reconnect with people who sympathize with serial cheaters. Only until it happened to them, of course. Not the arsehole OP. These types of people are conditional friends. Only when you fit their needs, they want to be in your life. Next commenter says, not the arsehole. What you tolerate is what you are. Cheating undermines everyone and makes cheater apologists of those who know but do nothing. You have been consistent to your standards. Those who criticize it really are critiquing their own ethics. And Sweaty Knee says, I would say no. They both shamed you and stopped being friends with you because you expressed your dislike of cheating. She is not entitled to your support and friendship because she is now facing the consequences of her own decisions. I feel horrible for her, truly. I cannot imagine a worse betrayal. But this is why not being a hypocrite is good. The first betrayed wife probably felt the same way. And where was her empathy then? I don't believe in shaming people, but I also don't believe that when someone is doing something egregious, sleeping with a married man or woman, that the people around them have the obligation to keep silent and give tacit consent. And the final comment which says, some people apparently find cheating and breaking up marriages enjoyable. I've heard people discuss it like a game. Glad you have higher standards. The people you surround yourself with help define who you are and what you think. You've chosen to surround yourself with people who aren't arseholes. Good choice. And there was a comment that did say OP was a bit petty by saying basically I told you so and OP did respond to that and said I agree it was petty but at the moment I was angry. She ostracized me for telling the wife the truth and breaking up Alex's relationship because friends should stick together and she also took part in justifying the affair. I was just enraged by a hypocrisy. But OP does update the post and says I've read many of your comments. First of all, I want to clear this thing out that I do not regret telling the wife about the affair. I do not think I did the wrong thing. My friend was doing something bad and psychopathic in my opinion. She happily contributed to destroying a family knowing the man she was dating was a married man. I know the blame should be on him, but she also needs to take accountability of her actions. If I was getting cheated on, I would want to know. So I guess the wife also wanted to know. I know a lot of you have shamed me, but just know I do not care. I was not the affair partner, so why should I take the blame? I was simply a messenger. Now to the actual update. I did speak to Julia and said that I was sorry. I shouldn't have punched her down when she was already going through some shit. I did not want to add to it. I know a lot of you have told me to just cut her off, but I realized I was too harsh on her. Even if what she did two years ago was wrong, but she came to me because she needed a friend. I can sympathize with her in her tough times. She just went on and on about how she felt betrayed by Alex, but she has always defended her, even when her own parents disowned her. Just out of curiosity, I asked her if she has plans to divorce her husband or work things out. She said she's going for divorce. 
her husband is begging for her for another chance and even said he will cut off all contacts with Alex, along with the offer of opening their marriage on her end. But she is headstrong on her divorce. She did ask for my forgiveness and I do forgive her, but I still do not want anything to do with her. I do feel sorry for her and hope she finds peace, but our friendship will never be restored to its own glory. She said that she understands and this is probably her karma and God is punishing her. She is quite religious. That's the end. I hope she takes him to the cleaners. And from the grapevines, I heard that Alex has been shunned from my former friend group because now they're afraid she might go after their husband. And as for Alex, I do believe she is a psychopath who enjoys breaking up families. I do not think any amount of exposing will work because she has no shame. She deliberately goes after married and committed men. And I'm glad I cut ties with her way before she get to me. That's it. Have a great life and stay away from the Alex's of this world. And there was a couple of comments which OP responded to as well. So the commenter said, everyone sucks here in quotes. If I was getting cheated on, I would want to know. So I guess the wife also wanted to know. And says the classic Reddit response. Everybody should think the way I do. And if I would want to know, then everyone else should want to know too. And quotes, I was simply a messenger. And then says, not one ounce of accountability for your own actions, as usual. OP responds him, what accountability? You dumb. Why should I take accountability when I did nothing wrong? I told the truth. If you are a doormat enough that you would not want to know the truth about your husband's affair, that's on you. If you want to accept your spouse cheating, that's on you. Most of us sane people would like to be informed. Another commenter said, Julia deserves it. End of story. She helped an affair for her friend and got exactly what she deserved for her troubles. She is the poster child for why you don't help people do immoral and unethical things. The only smart thing she is doing is getting a divorce and admitting to what she did wrong. She needs to figure out why she helped Alex in the first place. Opie responds saying it's basically the female version of bros before hoes. Like she wanted to put her friend first. Gee whiz, what do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Do you think the OP was too harsh in this situation or not? Let us know your thoughts. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com And we'll move on to another story with an update from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Billish Try, who says, Am I the Arsehole for trying to stop someone getting a house? My mum has had the same neighbours for 50 years. The next door neighbour was in a government subsidised home. The lady has now moved to a long term assisted living facility, so her house is vacant. One of her other neighbours has a daughter married with a few kids. 
They want their now vacant home, as she would be directly opposite her mother, and the house has a garden for the children. They asked us if we would sign a petition to convince the government to house them there. This is where the problem is. Our neighbors are wonderful people. So is their daughter and grandchildren, but the son-in-law is a thug. He's tried to intimidate my extended family over a public parking space which he has now claimed as his own, screaming obscenities at us, revving his car like he will mow us down and using his sheer size to stand over us to intimidate us. My elderly mother is terrified of him, but because of how wonderful my neighbors are, she feels like she cannot refuse to sign this petition. She said she feels incredibly anxious about potentially living next door to this man. As it stands, she will not leave the house or car if he is there, as she is so afraid of him. And at the moment, he is just there occasionally. But if he is living next door, she feels like she will be trapped. Yes, I wanted to report him to the police and to the housing agency, but my mum didn't want to make him angrier, so she wouldn't allow me. Would I be the arsehole if I reported him to the housing agency anyway? I do not want my elderly mother to feel afraid entering and leaving her own home for maybe the amount of time she has left on this planet. So there were some questions for the OP which gave us a little bit more additional information. So someone asks, maybe the reason the neighbors want their daughter nearby is because she's being abused. OP responds saying, I really do think her parents suspect domestic violence. The poor girl looks truly miserable every time I see her. This is where my conscience is fighting me. Someone says, shouldn't whomever has been waiting for the longest get it? If you were to report, could you do so anonymously? Opie says, in theory, yes. Whoever is on the list longest should get priority, but sadly, that doesn't always happen. I'm afraid for my family's safety, that is true, but I need to make sure I can report anonymously. Someone talks about the possibility of the mum moving and Opie says my mum is 77. She owns the house and while it's lovely, it's not worth very much. It would be difficult for her to sell and move financially and emotionally. First comment says, not the arsehole. Your mum is so intimidated by this guy that she's willing to sign a petition about letting them move in because she's afraid of his anger. That's tragically horrible. Reporter's behavior everyone in the neighborhood a favor and let the housing agency know that this person will bully all the neighbors but pickles <laughs> great name says not the arsehole but do everything you can to protect your mum. get cameras and all the other evidence of his behavior such as recording phone calls if he calls or saving texts and emails if he starts texting threats you have to get a step ahead of this crochet panther says report him definitely but don't worry I work for social housing and I 99% guarantee a petition will have no effect on the allocation at all. First of all, the property itself will have its own requirements, possibly an age limit, local connection requirements, any number of things. Secondly, even if the petition does get the family priority for rehousing, it will take time. If the property is already vacant, it's quite possibly already been allocated out or advertised that they're waiting on work to finish. Even in the rare chance that hasn't happened, they can't jump ahead of people already on the list with priority unless there is a really, really good reason. For example, fleeing violence with police heavily involved or health issues that make an existing property unsuitable and a move as urgent as a result. Living opposite your mum is not a valid reason to need a specific house. We get calls similar to this regularly and it just doesn't happen. So yes, report it because intimidation shouldn't be happening. But I wouldn't be concerned the petition will work. And one more comment from Kerno who says, not the arsehole, but please, please, please do everything you can to protect your mum. 
I was in a similar situation once, except the guy ended up living in the flat directly under my parents' house. It was terrifying. Report him. Get cameras, a ring doorbell, anything and everything. Your mum deserves to feel safe and secure in her home. Now, apparently there were some comments were saying that this is based in the UK. But Opio does update the post and says, update, just to clear something up, I am not racist. The guy is a huge, enormous white guy with a massive chip on his shoulder. And just to jump in here, I think the talk about the, the racism was mentioned the word thug. And there was a bit of a discussion that, that is used slightly differently in other areas compared to the UK. In the UK, it's just meant people just generally use it for like um, a brutish criminal, pretty much. But OP continues, clearly thug has connotations of something different across the pond. Surely it's behavior that dictates being a thug and not ethnicity. I contacted the local housing authority with my mother's knowledge and the lady laughed, saying the neighbors already have a roof over their heads and those still waiting on list will get priority. They told me to sign the petition so as not to draw attention to ourselves and keep the peace. She said, of course, the housing officer appointed for the house or area will have the final say, but the chances of hat getting the house are truly minuscule. The petitioner landed on mum's doorstep this week and had duly signed for her. Wish them the best of luck, blah, blah. But at the moment, I can rest and my concerns have already been forwarded to the relevant person. And the antisocial behavior unit has also been updated. Thank you all for your encouragement. I really needed it. And the person who told me to never let my fear of being rude affect my safety or my family's safety, you are completely correct. I'm conflict avoiding at all times, but that isn't right either. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story from Golden State 6, who says... Am I the asshole for not allowing my wife to punish our son for a disgusting and embarrassing gift? My wife, 36, and I, 38, have three kids, twins, male, and female, 14, and a boy, 12. The problem is between my boys, Noah, twin, Liam, and their mother. Liam always felt that his mum favors Noah over him. To get it straight out of the way, she loves him, but he is still right. To make it simple, I would say Liam gets 60% and Noah gets 100% of all love and affection their mother is able to give. His mother swears that it's not the case, but it's obvious to everyone else, including our girl. I'm trying my best to make things even without punishing Noah for something he has no control over. Liam's relationship with his mother and Noah has collapsed in the last year. He only speaks to them when it's necessary and he strictly addresses his mum with her first name. He avoids them and Please from them when his mum or Noah try to talk to him or do something friendly from him. He berates them until they give up. Yesterday, we celebrated my wife's birthday with close friends and family. Liam stayed in his room, although his mother slipped him a handwritten invitation under the door. When it came to opening the gifts, we discovered to our surprise that Liam's name was on one of them. My wife was super excited and grabbed this one first. It was a disgusting collage with family pictures. Liam was always cut out and my wife had devil horns and, and insults written on her head. She burst out in tears immediately and ran out of the room. Everybody saw this collage. The party was over of course and my wife was publicly humiliated in her own home on her birthday. Liam refuses to come out of his room and I decided to let him be for the moment. But his mother demands that I ground him for a month with no electronics. I refuse to do so. 
and told her that if I punish him now for her, he will resent her even more and their relationship may be unfixable. She called me an arsehole and an enabler. She doesn't care about reconciling with her son. She wants revenge. Am I the arsehole? Edit, she didn't say she wants revenge. She said he should be punished for what he did. With revenge, I meant, I think, that she wants him punished and does not think about the consequences. Edit 2. Had a quick talk with my wife. She wants therapy too, but only for her and Liam. She says there is nothing wrong with the other kids. Edit 3. Liam has apologized to his mum. He even allowed her to give him a hug. He says he is open to therapy, but seems a bit scared of it. Now, I can't help but feel this isn't everyone sucks here because I feel like OP should have stepped in a long time ago as well. I, you can see the problem. You told the problem to us quite well about how he's only certain, receiving a certain percentage of the love. He feels like he's cast aside. You can see your family being pretty much torn apart in front of you. But Consistent Leopard says everyone sucks here, not the kids. You and your wife are failing your family. How and why did you let things get so bad? Your son is refusing to speak to half of his family and publicly humiliated his mother. Your son is deeply hurt. This needs to be addressed by individual therapy for Liam and your wife and family therapy for you all. Ad Accomplish says your wife sucks 100%, you suck 60%, as you should have escalated this a lot more before this, including insisting on therapy. Liam sucks 40%, but he gets a waiver for being a kid who has been marginalized and who had no other way to express his feelings. Yes, he should be punished, but not for his feelings, but for how he acted on them. Five days of grounding is more proportional and make sure the punishment is coming from you, not her. And tell your wife that either she's going to therapy individually with family therapy to follow, same with Liam, or the marriage is over. She needs to own her part in this. And if she won't own that, divorce her. Kids come first. And one more comment from Federal Combination who says everyone sucks here. If you isolate Liam with therapy, you are fucked. Of course, she doesn't think the other kids need therapy. They're perfect and Liam is the problem. If you continue to allow that sentiment, you're also going to lose your son as soon as he can leave home. Also, your other kids definitely need therapy too. They're living in a war zone their parents created for them. It's dysfunctional in the true sense. No one is having a healthy and stable time in that environment. But now... I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? We've seen a lot of stories with favoritism and the divide it causes within families. But now, what do you guys make of it? Let us know. And just a huge thank you for your love, your time and support for getting involved with the channel. It always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully, I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.